Welcome in for another evening of Titans discussion. The last time that we'll talk Titans, oddly enough, this week we will talk about Derrick Henry and some comments that he made to us, the assembled media vultures, in Kansas City last night after the game about how much more, realistically, Derrick Henry could have done. We'll talk about that tonight here on A to Z Sports Primetime. Then we'll talk about some of the losses. We'll finally get to all of these off-season, some of these off-season conversations that you guys want to have. The last time we'll talk Titans this week as their season locker room clean-out day, all of it, it's officially over. We'll talk about that. What you fear losing the most when it comes to all of the attrition uh, that the team will see now that the offseason is officially here. Logan Ryan says he's looking for a job. We'll talk about that later on in the show. And because it is a Monday, of course, our Beast of the Week, your Beast of the Week, presented by our friends at Tame the Beast. I look forward to doing all of that fantastic content with you tonight here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. But you know how this goes before we get this bad boy started. You have to uh, share the show. Bottom right-hand corner of your screen on Periscope is where you go to retweet the show. Retweet us to your Twitter followers, just as I am doing to myself right now. This is Inception. Inception retweeting right here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. Bottom left-hand corner of your screen on Facebook Live. If that is where you choose to consume us, it is the share button. Share. Share now to public. That is how we pop up in your Facebook friends' feeds. That is how we grow the Derrick Henry conversation here on a Monday. And now that more of you have gathered in our digital meeting space, uh, let's go ahead and start this thing. Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime. I'm your host, Buck Rising. As always, proud to be presented to you by the fantastic people at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com is the website, the official realtor of the Titans, the Preds, Nashville, SC, Topgolf, and of A to Z Sports Primetime. Don't uh, don't get your, excuse me, don't sell without the intel, your dream address without the stress, GaryAshton.com. Tame the beast, get beast.com. My hair looks beastly because I have not used my hard hair. Claire, you want to see a before and after picture? Go look at last night's broadcast from Kansas City and look at my hair tonight. Tell me if you can tell the difference between how much tamer my beast on my head looks uh, and you can do so and be a beast, groom boldly at Tame the Beast. Promo code AZ50, 50% off they are offering you at getbeast.com. Go, go check them out, uh, all of their fine grooming products. Off the top, I want to know from you guys, what is uh, what is your biggest Titans off-season question? Let me know in the comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope. What is the thing that you have the biggest question mark about as we now officially find ourselves in the offseason. Teron Davenport's going to the Senior Bowl tomorrow. A handful of people are going to the Senior Bowl tomorrow with that officially underway. Let me know in the comments section what uh, what is your biggest Titans offseason question. Uh, we will talk about mine here momentarily on A to Z Sports Primetime. First, I want to know what is yours. Derrick Henry says B-Hall. Naturally, Derrick Henry's contract situation. Will that be resolved? We talked to Mike Vrabel about that today. He would not go Anywhere, he would not call anybody irreplaceable. He just simply said that you would like to have everybody back here, but we understand how this goes. What is your biggest question in the comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope? How will they retain Henry Tannehill and Ryan QB and re-sign Henry? Uh, that's from MT8710 and Monsoon. 
John Nichols says, what will Henry command on the market slash what he will ask, ask for? B. Hall says, King Henry, second running back, says Lawrence. He's worried about who may be backing up Derrick Henry. Coaching move, says Timmy Malone. Defensive coordinator, says Todd Jesser. Yes, we will talk about Dean Pease retiring today. Anyway, they don't re-sign Henry. Tannehill, that's from Brandon on Facebook. Can Tannehill's plane next year be close to what he did this year? I have two, two burning questions that I will present to you momentarily. The first, though, starts with Derrick Henry. Here he is at the podium last night with us in Kansas City. The video, courtesy of at Titans on Twitter. Yeah, I definitely uh, shed a couple of tears, you know, just because, you know, I love my teammates, love the chemistry that we had, you know, um, you know, throughout this whole season, you know. And we had to stick together, you know, through the adversity. You know, we got a lot of great guys in the locker room. It's football. We know the locker room is going to change. But, you know, and um, I just felt like I could have did more for this team. I love this team. I love playing football. I love competing. And um, I love being around my teammates. You know, life is not always, you know, laughs and giggles is going to be hard. But, you know, you got your brothers to lean on, your teammates to lean on, you know, to get you through those hard times. And I felt like, you know, those guys helped me, you know, get through a lot. You know, and, um, you know, I'm definitely going to miss this team. But um, I look back, you know, I know I had a lot of great teammates, you know, a lot of great moments and a lot of good things I can uh, reminisce on. That is where my first question starts. I have two burning questions that I think will be the difference between them, the Tennessee Titans, and a Super Bowl. It starts the first one with Derrick Henry asking for your questions. What is your biggest offseason question in the comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope? I'll start with Derrick Henry, and then we'll get to my second one. Derrick Henry is saying, I think I could have done more. That's basically the summation of that clip. I think I could have done more. This is, yes, Behal says, stop it, Derrick. You did it all. You've said it all. You've done it all, Derrick Henry. Literally, nobody in NFL history had put together three consecutive 180-plus yard rushing games. He was going to break many of the postseason rushing records, and that includes for people like uh, like Eddie George. He's the first Tennessee Titan to have 20 touchdowns, regular season and postseason, in a single season. And was it enough? Was it enough? It got you to an AFC title game. And my question to you is, was it enough? These are the things that you have to consider uh, as you look at the Tennessee Titans and their contract situation. All of those things, spectacular. And it turned out that it didn't matter because they couldn't use him in the second half because the game got away from them and then they were trailing. Was it enough? He did everything humanly possible and then some. It was a superhuman effort by Derrick Henry. Nobody is diminishing that. But if you are going to pay this person $15, uh, 15 million, $15.5 million, was it enough? That is my first burning question because if it wasn't, then you have to seriously consider where you want to best allocate your money given how many free agents you have to sign in the position that he plays. That is all that I will say, and we will spend more time on whether I think they should re-sign him later in the offseason as we get closer to those things as they begin to have those conversations. And of course, us today as eSports will keep you informed with all of the latest news uh, on the contract situations of many Titans who we talked to in the locker room today. Logan Ryan says he's looking for a job, uh, and I think that Logan Ryan, uh, many of you would like for that job to remain here in Nashville. I'll give you my second burning question here in just a second. My first, was Derrick Henry's superhuman effort 
enough. Yes, it was enough, says uh, Jordan Paco. I believe they could have used him even down 11, but they decided not to. B-Red says you franchise tag, Henry. We don't have to commit long term. I bet you're ready for all the negative comments. FML, we had a great year. We will be back, says Tyler Stone. Sounds like he's leaving, says Shane Butts. Shane, I don't know. That's I don't know how you could uh, how you could ascertain something like that from the clip that I just played you of Derrick Henry. I was standing in front of him last night and and again today. That's not at all the vibe that I got. You're projecting there. Chris says my heart says pay Derrick Henry. My head says find a cheap running back and spend resources elsewhere. I'm torn. Robert Foster says Derrick Henry commented on AJ Brown's Insta post. I love this. <laughs> I feel like I'm in high school. Derrick Henry commented on A.J. Brown's Instagram post. And so we must now make this news. I I love the social media age. Gives us content. Big fan. Robert Foster. D.H. commented on A.J. Brown's Insta post, basically saying they'll be back next year together. Maybe that means something. No, Robert, that's just good vibes at the end of the season. If you tag him, you run the risk of uh, running into a Le'Veon Bell situation. I would agree. Forgive me, the comment faded too quickly on Periscope. I did not see who made... The comment, pay the man, says Charles Hardaway. My first burning question, we're doing two I have for you. The first one, was Derrick Henry's superhuman efforts enough? Because it got him to the AFC Championship game. Both he and Ryan Tannehill and A.J. Brown and Art, a a total effort, right? But Derrick Henry being superhuman, it ran out of steam at the end. And then when the game got away from you, Not necessarily because he ran out of steam. I don't think that dude ever gets tired. But just because the game plan changed, then you were were able to be bested by the Kansas City Chiefs because that's not the type of game that's going to help you beat Kansas City, even though the idea was to play Derrick Henry to run run him as much as humanly possible and to bleed the clock that way because if you can keep Patrick Mahomes off the field, you can keep him from scoring touchdowns. That seems to be the only way that you can keep uh, Patrick Mahomes from scoring touchdowns. My second burning question I will tell you momentarily, and we will read more of your comments here on A to Z Sports Primetime right after I remind you that if you are uh, in the market to buy or sell your home, there is nobody better than the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. Gary Ashton, the man who bought three billboards in Kansas City and slapped Titan stuff all over, just welcoming Titans fans into Kansas City, and many of you were there, the official realtor of the Titans Preds, Nashville SC, Top Golf, and me, because I found my dream address without the stress through my friends at the Ashton Real Estate team of Remax Advantage. They make it simple, they make it easy, they make it convenient, they lay it out all in front of you so you understand exactly what kind of situation fits you best, and they take complete care of you the entire way. I can testify to that personally. They babysat me the entire way because God knows I needed it. Gary Ashton. Dot com, the official realtor of all your favorite sports teams and your favorite show here on Primetime. Y- uh, y- Yannick Ngakwe, go get that guy. Hey, just as soon as I finish talking about Gary, Gary pops up in the comments on Facebook. Good to see you, big dog. So, uh, Sup, Buck, says Charles. All we had to do was punt the ball, says Danny. Cody says, I see the clowny comments. Uh, that's intriguing, but don't think we can afford that. With our own expiring contracts, Henry, Tanny, Conklin, Logan, Ryan, plus a lot of role players like Ferks or Sharp, etc. Obviously, we won't keep all, but hard to imagine the usual cap space this year. Listen, your cap is set up in a way uh, for you to be able to pay a quarterback and potentially a running back. You got a ton of cap space. It's going to be somewhere uh, between fifty and sixty million, and that's before you take in consideration 
guys who are going to be cap casualties in all likelihood, like Deion Lewis, probably uh, probably Delaney Walker. Uh, I would imagine that that would be the case with Cam uh, Cam Wake, but we will see. Titans need to sign uh, Ngakwe, says OG Will Aiken. B-Hall says we can and we must, says B. Uh, that is from B-Hall. Dr. Doobie, Lewis and Walker are probably gone to save the money. Yannick Landry, Big Jeff Casey, that is a nasty combination, uh, no doubt about that. Let us go to uh, let us go to more of your comments here on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Your burning question, your biggest question about the Titans offseason. I have two that are that may be the difference between them and the Super Bowl. And I started with Derrick Henry. We played the clip for you. Secondly, after we talked to Derrick Henry, I believe no, it was it was before we talked to Derrick Henry. We talked to Ryan Tannehill. And Ryan Tannehill played a perfectly acceptable game. They did everything right in the first half. Obviously, he dodged a bit of a bullet on the uh, interception that ended up being an incompletion because it bounced off the turf. And so they got, they got a lucky break that way. Ryan Tannehill played a fine game yesterday in Kansas City. And Ryan Tannehill also said to us that he didn't see A.J. Brown on the times that A.J. Brown might have necessarily won a route. Now, he had a great game. At, to start the game, I think it was for 37 yards uh, for uh, from AJ from Ryan Tannehill to AJ Brown. But when you're also not seeing Corey Davis, when you're also trying to audible at the line of scrimmage, and audibling has been good for Tannehill, he's been great at it. But when you're setting up on that first drive, and you've got the second and goal, and you're trying to orchestrate the play, and you overthrow Corey Davis because either you haven't put him in the right position. Obviously, the road environment is hostile, but there are things that you are not seeing or you are not feeling with one receiver already because you don't necessarily have the chemistry. Ferkser, great with. Uh, A.J. Brown doesn't seem like it's a problem, but he was, see- he was not seeing A.J. at times yesterday, and he admitted as much to us when we spoke to him last night. That is something that you have to consider because we'll talk about Tom Brady. I heard Stephen A. Smith on first take today saying that he needs to be the next quarterback of the Tennessee Titans, and my God, what a ride that would be. Uh, and we will discuss the merits of that. But if Ryan Tannehill wasn't seeing things correctly, it's he was great in the times that they needed to him to be great in the postseason, and that doesn't matter to me about the stats. What I'm looking for is did he see everything on the field yesterday? And what he was saying to us in the postgame press conference is that he missed a couple things. If he's missing those things, and he's missing them consistently, Corey Davis already being one, you can't do the same thing with A.J. Brown. And I understand the situation that you were in, an AFC title game, a crazy environment. I've never seen a game anywhere like I have in Kansas City. That was really, really badass. And also, you need to make sure that Ryan Tannehill has that necessary vision because as the game evolves, you're going to need to make some changes at quarterback regardless. Can you have a guy that is not outwardly mobile in the way that Tannehill can move. Tannehill made a couple plays with his legs yesterday. Tannehill also got knocked on his ass. Um, can Can you afford to divert or to devote, rather, a ton of money to a guy like that who is making some of these mistakes? We'll see. This is a one game thing, and it just happens to be recency bias. Because this, this deal just went down last night. But those are things that ha- have to be considered. Can you afford to pay Ryan Tannehill what the market is going to bear for Ryan Tannehill? Do you think that's worth it for a guy who peaked, no question, top of Ryan Tannehill's game this year? There are going to be a ton of changing parts around him. Can he maintain? Is it, God help me, is it worth looking at Brady? 
Is it worth keeping Tannehill, trying to get him to take a cheaper deal, perhaps franchise tagging him, even though it has already been reported by many people that he will not be franchise tagged? The team is looking to extend him. Can you do it in a way that is friendly for your friendly for your salary cap and allows for you to still draft a quarterback? Because I think you still need to draft a quarterback this year regardless. That needs to absolutely be the case. Those are my two burning questions. Is Derrick Henry, superhuman Derrick Henry, enough? Because yesterday it was not enough, and the game got away from them, and that's the situation. Secondly, is Tannehill worth the money? These are the things that you have to consider. Not paying for the production that you got last year. Not paying on the back end for the great work that he did this year. No question was he great. Can he continue to be great? That is the question. Those are the two burning questions that I have that may be the difference between them and a Super Bowl. As this team is currently constructed, it's not going to be constructed this way for very long. More of your comments on Facebook Live. Your biggest question of the offseason. Let me know. Reminder, though, if you want to go to a Preds game, if you want to go to a concert here in Nashville, any sporting event here in Middle Tennessee, you have to use our friends at TennesseeTickets.com. No hidden fees. Uh, it saves you money. Certainly saved a bunch of people money at the AFC Championship game. No question. And all through the playoffs. Make sure you check them out at TennesseeTickets.com. More of your comments before we move on to the, to the Titan that you fear losing the most. I'm sure many of you are going to say Derrick Henry, and I have a different answer. Uh, you don't know, says A.L. Archie. I'm not sure what I don't know. Uh, uh, so perhaps you can remind me what I don't know, Archie, if you would be so kind. Uh, Tyler Stone says, I believe uh, the coach, the staff coach Tannehill to be super conservative and run game management to his demise. Uh, I'm in Ohio, if you couldn't tell, says John Nicholas. I don't know why that matters for my purposes, John, but, uh, but if I missed your comment, forgive me. Uh, Stephen A. Smith, yeah, he knows a lot about us, says Scott. He missed them because the line couldn't block anyone, says Charles. Uh, Sean Gill says, Tom Brady can stay at home. We don't need a slow pocket QB unless we're going to upgrade the O-line big time. Tannehill got blown up and wasn't the same afterward. So did Henry. Unpopular opinion, don't keep Tannehill. Okay, so many of you not uh, not in favor of Tannehill. That's interesting. I thought there would be more uh, pushback on the idea that you're not necessarily set on Ryan Tannehill. But B-Rett says he fears losing Ryan, Logan Ryan the most, and I will get to the person who I fear for the Titans, if I was to be a Titans fan, who I would fear losing the most in just a second. Uh, first, I want to know from you guys in the comments on Facebook Live, who would you fear, what Titans offseason loss do you fear the most? I said trade up for Burrow, says John Nicholas. No, John, they're not going to trade up to the first overall pick to get Joe Burrow. As exciting as that would be to... Uh, to uh, fantasize about, you have a better chance of getting Tom Brady, which is, it sounds like it may be an actual thing. Uh, what Titans off-season loss do you fear the most? Give me your comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope. I will give you mine momentarily. Finally, op people are opening their eyes to Tannehill, says Titans for Life. No, it was one bad game. He had a ba and it wasn't even that bad of a game. Like, he was in it up and he was in it until they got behind to a Kansas City Chiefs offense that was asking him to do more. And the pass rush, uh, pass rush got home a few times at the end. This was not a bad Tannehill game. Can Malcolm Butler come off IR now, says Titan Superman? Yes, he can because the season's over, unfortunately for you. Uh, fortunately for my Twitter mentions because I, know I, I no longer have to uh, humor the, uh, the Twitter questions about Malcolm Butler. Derrick Henry running through us, says B-Hall. He's scared that Derrick Henry will go 
uh, to a rival and that you will see Derrick Henry playing, uh, the, playing the Titans' defense next year. That would be an unpleasant thing. Mine, though, is the man who is responsible for orchestrating a defense that needs a fair amount of orchestration without a pass rush. Mine is the man who retired today. I was quite sorry to see him go. My is, mine is Dean Pease, the video courtesy of the Titans on Twitter. I'll be honest. When, when the, the honest truth is I wanted to be a high school football coach because I was the guys, along with my father, that I admired the most. And uh, my dad never got to see me coach. He died first year I became a head of high school coach. He passed away at 56 years old of a heart attack. Never saw me coach. And um, so I've coached a lot of years for him. And um, that's all I ever really wanted to be, Jim. I, I really had no – I didn't – I don't want to say I didn't have any desire. I wasn't – I'm happy. I'm a high school coach. This is – boy, this is great. And one thing led to another, and one thing led to another, and one thing led to another. And it's just, it's happened. And did I ever imagine that I'd spend 16 years in the NFL and I'd be a defensive coordinator at these three places? Not in, probably not in my wildest dreams did I ever think that. Um, but it happened. Your dad and mine, how special was it for you to be able to coach on the same staff as your son here? In Incredible. And I will be indebted to Mike and uh, Amy and John and all the people that made that happen because it didn't happen at all the other places uh, that uh, I've been wanting that for a long time. And, you know, I retired thinking that was never going to happen, and uh, Mike made it happen. And uh, like I say, and for Amy to allow it to happen, I am truly, truly indebted and grateful. And for to spend two years with my son here and watch him grow, it's just there aren't enough – words you guys all know if you have kids I mean, it's just like it's a dream come true and be in the same profession I just it, it was incredible it was incredible that is the OG Dean Pease at his retirement press conference today that is the Titans loss that I would fear the most if I in fact was a Titans Fan, Henry is the product of the O-line and the QB. He'll be average elsewhere, says Mr. Lynn. I don't necessarily know if I agree with that statement at all. Uh, I am looking at Dean Pease, though, today, and that was, uh, if I can if I can spend a little time on Dean Pease, because the defense uh, was frustrating him this year. Not, And they dealt with a fair amount of injuries, and he said today that they were incredibly banged up um, uh, in, that, in that title game, and a lot of guys played. Uh, but Dean Pease, that was really, really cool to get to cover him. Dean Pease had an NFL defense playing their best football at the end of the year, and obviously you run it. Listen, you stick your face into the buzzsaw three times, you're going to get a little messy one time, okay? Brady, Lamar, Mahomes, something's got to give. <laughs> and they held up, I think, as long as they could and played as well as they could given the circumstances, given the injuries and given all the things that they had to deal with. But the Titan-related uh, person that I fear losing the most if I was a Titans fan would absolutely be Dean Pease. You need to scheme up pass rush because there's none, there's none that exists. You've seen that. Dean Pease now retiring from football. 47 years with this dude. Now, his son Matt was on the staff. I don't know if Matt is somebody who has uh, defensive, uh, defensive coordinator aspirations. I don't know if there's somebody in-house that they would promote. I would be curious to see 
uh, people like may, maybe Shane Bowen is a consideration, somebody who came with Rabel from Houston, the outside linebackers coach. I have no idea. Right now, it's just purely speculation. But if I was a Titans fan, I would really, really fear losing Dean Pease the most out of any of them because Dean Pease does something that you cannot rep- replicate, and that is confuse quarterbacks like Lamar Jackson and Tom Brady. And even if Patrick Mahomes got him a couple times, uh, he gave him a good fight. No doubt about that. More of your comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Julian says, I fear losing Jack Conklin and Logan Ryan. Henry, uh, Brady would love to be able to turn around and hand the ball off to a back like him, says Jamie. Tannehill had a good game, not great, but good. Defense was the weak link in that game. Can it be a weak link, or can Pat Mahomes just be, you know, essentially out there clubbing baby seals? That's <laughs> what Pat Mahomes was doing uh, to defenses all year. And the difference between Week 10 and uh, yesterday was that Pat Mahomes could run yesterday. And that was the thing that you were not having to account for when the Titans beat him here in Nashville in Week 10. We can't afford to lose Dennis Kelly, says Robert Lahew. He can play all over the line. Kelly is just as good as Conklin. Go get Yannick and Chris Jones, says Randy Hunt. Get Clowney, says Robert Lahew. Focus on what's important, says Caden. I'm not sure what that means. Uh, Brandon says, what's the fair year and number for a Tannehill contract? We'll talk about that some other day. Right now we're talking about, do you fear losing Tannehill the most? Doesn't sound like a lot of you do. Not a lot of you are worried about letting Tannehill walk. We must resign Logan Ryan Conklin 17 and 22, says Caden Anderson. Yeah, that's a lot of money and that's not all going to happen. Like that's, you're not being realistic. Um, they're not going to devote that much money to that many, to that few players. Like they have a, they have, what is it? 18? 18 or 19 unrestricted free agents, and that's not counting restricted free agents like Ferkser, who they're going to have to account for. You're not going to devote that much of your salary cap to just, what is that, five players? Uh, Conklin, Logan Ryan, Derrick Henry, uh, and Ryan Tannehill. Who am I missing? Did he say a fifth? I think it was just those four. Regardless, they're going to cost a lot of money, the four of them, and at best, you're probably getting two of the four, I would imagine. Frank Clark, it's off with your head once King Henry returns, says Arthur. Sign Marcus, says Kevo. Yeah, that's not happening either. Uh, Sean Gill says, pass rush, pass rush helps the secondary. We lacked pass rush, and it hurt the secondary. I'd consider Quinn, dude, has a hell of a get-off, says Randy. Eddie Woodcock, I think Tennessee gives Tannehill two-year contract for $13 million signing bonus and $7 million. Listen, you are. If you are, yeah. Eddie, that's nowhere close. Eddie, that's not, and also that's not the way that the NFL contracts are done. That's, that's not your, your math. I understand what you're doing with the math there, but the math is wrong. I'll tell you right now, brother. And that's not the way that those contracts are typically structured. Uh, t- 19 is a free agent. Uh, yes, ta- uh, uh, Tajay Sharp, also a free agent. Just dropping by says Tom Brady isn't coming to Nashville. Oh, you don't know that. <laughs> I mean, why not? If you think you need a one-year fix, you think you can get a year out of Brady and you think you can pass protect better, why not? If you get a chance that, Brady, you take that chance every time, says R. Potter. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you take it every time. Because consider this, and there will be a time for Tannehill Brady quarterback conversation. Not tonight, uh, because that's for another show. And this is the last time we're going to talk Titans this week. We're going to talk about MLB scandals. We're going to talk about the Preds. We're going to talk about John Morant that I haven't got a chance to sink my teeth into. We're going to get to Beast of the Week momentarily as well. Uh, I don't think Tannehill will walk. I think we are smart enough not to let that happen. But consider this about Brady. Part of the reason that Tom Brady is thinking about leaving is because he is tired of taking discounts. Now, that's not all of the reason that Tom Brady is considering leaving. Tom Brady, his contract is up. 
That's as much on the organization. And Robert Kraft has, has said that Tom Brady can play as long as he wants to for the New England Patriots. He's earned that right, and maybe that's so. But not at a discount. What is market value for Tom Brady going to look like? Because I bet it's 40 mil. Just because of who Brady is and who what he represents and all of the stuff that he brings, I bet it is $40 million to get Tom Brady annually to come play in Nashville, Tennessee. If you don't get Josh McDaniels with him, forget it. Uh, my rating, listen, my ratings would be spectacular. <laughs> my ratings would be incredible. I, uh, I immediately get a boost from Tom Brady. Brady will go to Vegas as Eddie Woodcock. Go Astros. Can't take our ship, says Jamie. Yeah, well, maybe your team shouldn't cheat. <laughs> they, they, might take your, they might take your World Series because your team cheated. Teams full of dirty, rotten cheaters, and we'll talk about the dirty, rotten cheaters in baseball tomorrow. I look forward to having a baseball conversation with many of you. I haven't got to done, uh, do that yet. Meanwhile, let us move on to the Beast of the Week, presented by our friends at Tame the Beast. Are you a beast? Who was your Beast of the Week, presented by our friends at Tame the Beast? Uh, I will give you mine momentarily. Meanwhile, I want you to give me yours in the comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Your Tame the Beast, Beast of the Week. Who was a beast uh, for, uh, for anybody in sports? Perhaps it's from the NFL, the NBA, college basketball going on in full effect. Ja Moran is the truth, says Titan Superman. Perhaps it's Ja uh, for, uh, for all of the fantastic things that Ja Moran is doing for Memphis. Want to know who your Beast of the Week is in the comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope? I will play the video clip of mine for you momentarily right after I tell you that you need to go get you a Beast Bottle. You need to go get one right now, and you need to use the promo code AZ50, AZ50. 50% off your online order at GetBeast.com. All of their fantastic grooming products. This is a refillable uh, body wash beast bottle. I have one in my shower, stainless steel. They send you the refills. You can do it for so incredibly little money. All of their fantastic products. I used my beard brush before I came in here. In fact, I have it as I knock my phone off. I have my beard brush right here next to me, and it makes me feel spectacular along with my beard oil. Look at that. Tame the beast. Getbeast.com. 50% off promo code AZ50. All of their products, all of their online inventory. Go check them out at GetBeast.com. Beast of the Week, you know what time it is. It's probably going to hurt a little bit, but now is the time to celebrate the spectacularness that we saw in front of us. And that spectacularness just happened to come at the cost of the Tennessee Titans. My Beast of the Week is Pat Mahomes. Every one of his career. Here's a first and ten. Loading it up to look long. It's not there. Correa's chasing it. Mahomes pass. Five first downs to get inside the 10. Another jet sweep. It's Tyreek Hill. And he's in for the Kansas City touchdown. Kelsey wide to the right on second and 10. Down the middle. Caught. Hill. Touchdown. Kansas City. Kansas City goes down the middle, and it's Kelsey. 54 seconds in quarter two. Mahomes has Watkins. Second and 10 as that Tennessee defense drops back. 
has long and tried to make a diving and tipped it. Mahomes who tiptoes inside the 10. Still not down. Oh, what a run out of this world. Touchdown, Kansas City. My beast of the week, Patrick. I don't know what his middle name is. I want to say I want to say middle initial J, Patrick J. Mahomes. I have no idea if that's actually the case. It just sounds right. Beast of the week, presented by Tame the Beast. I know that hurts. 23 of 35, 294 yards, three touchdowns, one rushing. Patrick Mahomes, spectacular. Eight carries for 53 yards. Total domination in a playoff game. I am looking forward to seeing Pat Mahomes in a Super Bowl. If it means that I don't get to cover it, at least I get to watch a good game between Pat Mahomes and incredible Niners defense. I want to see that matchup in particular because that front is nasty. Who is your beast of the week in the comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope? Mine is Pat Mahomes because that is a bad man after what he did yesterday and all season long. I don't know how people were sleeping on Pat Mahomes. Uh, Raheem Mostert says Eddie Woodcock. Pat Mahomes says Crint Flit. Hate to say it, but Mahomes, that's from Scott. Give me your comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Sean Gill, the UFC fight. Connor McGregor, uh, 40 seconds. Welcome back, Notorious. Buckeye Sager says, how's it feel to thaw out? Listen, I, I feel so bad for the, <laughs> feel so bad for the people um, who sat outside during that game. I have like the 10 minutes that I had to do the pop-up and like the 20 minutes that it took me to get from the parking lot and set the thing up and, you know, the whole thing. I was maybe outside for 20 minutes yesterday in total. And also, it's the coldest I've ever been in my life. I scurried into the press box and I sat uh, I sat down with my walking taco bar and hot chocolate and I did not move for the remainder of the game in the warm press box and I felt so bad for the people who were outside. And also, I will never sit outside in a game that cold. Never, ever, ever. Don't care about anything in my life that way. No chance would I ever do that. So respect to the people that did. Raheem Mostert says Jamie. Conor McGregor says Greg. Uh, Ch- Charvarius Ward, number 35, played at MTSU, says Trevilian. Uh, I hope I didn't uh, pronounce uh, Mr. Ward's name incorrectly. You'll forgive me. Andy Reid says Ty. Going back to the Super Bowl. Joe says go Niners. Uh, Joseph says, just says QB. I'm not sure which QB. I will miss football games. Can't wait for the new season. Well, there's a Super Bowl still left to play. O-line looked worn out, slow, couldn't get out of their own way. Well, then that would inherently make them not Beast of the Week. Wouldn't you agree, Brian? We're doing Beast of the Week right now, presented by our friends at Tame the Beast. Promo code AZ50. 50% off, guys, online right now at GetBeast.com. Do not miss the opportunity to get all of their fantastic grooming products for half off, literal half off your online order. Go check it out at GetBeast.com. They didn't care. They have been in uh, colder weather. So have I in Arrowhead. It says just dropping by. Yeah, I don't care. I would not be out there ever. Don't. No. (laughs) No way. I was was pissed just walking to my car. Chris Jones playing injured and still blew up the line, says Mark Hankins. That That is his beast of the week. Kevin says he's good, Buck, but the Titans didn't exactly attempt to put a lot of pressure on him. He paid his bills and did his taxes in the pocket. Listen, they cannot do much with Pat Mahomes when they need to drop back as many in coverage. Now, the inability to get rushed with three men, fair. The inability of, as the game wore on, of those three men who were getting pressure in Casey Simmons and Daquan, 
they got tired because of how many times he was dropping back. Like, they just got tired of pass rushing. And then when Rashawn got hurt, they had to take Harold and use him as a spy. I don't know how many of you noticed that. Harold Landry is the option to spy quarterbacks when Rashawn Evans is not in the game. Not Jayon Brown, not David Long. They were assigned to the, to the tight ends and the running backs. Uh, it was the job of Harold Landry not to rush the quarterback, but to spy because they needed so many people in coverage. And it still didn't matter because he still almost threw for 300 yards on them. Uh, I believe 49ers will win, uh, says somebody on Facebook. Jimmy G's O-line, says Trevelyan. Beast of the week. Hate to say it, but Mahomes for me. That's from Bobby Dingman. You don't have to say hate to say it. Listen, you can, you can, I'm sure a lot of you were pissed that your team lost yesterday. And that stinks. But also, you can appreciate the fact that that dude is doing things that nobody has ever seen before. I mean, you you lost to a superhuman. Like, you have a superhuman on on your team. His name is Derrick Henry, and he lost to a better superhuman. It's insane. Alan Taylor says, thoughts on Frank Clark's post-game quotes. I mean, what... What I can't, I, I said he was a bit of a brat yesterday, like after the game, and then I thought about it, and I thought that was kind of hypocritical of me to get upset about uh, Frank Clark's comments after the game, because I love guys like that. Like, I love trash talkers. I, <laughs> the bad guys in sports, honestly, they're more fun to cover. That's why Lawan is fun sometimes, because he's, he can be a bad guy in sports, so, you know, I mean, I'm not bothered. I don't care. Derrick Henry doesn't care. Frank Clark is going to the Super Bowl. The only person that cares is you guys and Frank Clark. Uh, clearly, otherwise, Frank Clark still wouldn't be talking about it. Ronnie Sneed says, John Morant. Uh, Connor McGregor, that's from Greg. Uh, more of your comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Cheeseburger and go to bed, says Eddie Woodcock. Yeah, that's what Andy Reid did after last night's game, which is just so uh, disgusting <laughs> to think about. Andy Reid eating a cheeseburger. That makes me kind of queasy. Uh, I hate to say it, but Mahomes for me. David Hines says pass rush and pass defense. Uh, I don't know what that means. We're talking about beasts of the week. Uh, we all we are just slow all around, says Trevelyan. Mahomes is a great QB, but the 49ers are the better team. There is always next year. That is from somebody in the comments on Facebook Live. I appreciate you all for being beasts. Make sure you go to getbeast.com. Guys. 50% off, half off, AZ50. Use that promo code, groom boldly, smell better, do better, live better, feel better, all of those products at getbeast.com. I, in the meantime, am going to get out of here because I'm exhausted from a day of travel, exhausted from a football season, and ready to enjoy a little bit of the downtime in the offseason that it will be uh, provided to me. And tomorrow the show is going to go on. We're going to continue to talk about the Houston Astros and the Major League Baseball scandal. We'll talk about John Morant, and we'll talk about this. We'll talk about this Super Bowl. We'll talk about the quarterbacks playing in it. Mahomes, who I have seen up close and personal twice now, and Jimmy G. We will talk about all of those things over the course of prime time. Two and four to AFC Championship game is beast, says G-Man on base, and that is absolutely so. The Tennessee Titans had a beastly season on the back of a beast named Derrick Henry. Many beasts. Uh, play for that team, and so it was a su- successful season for them on Locker Room Cleanout Day, and I will continue to provide you coverage in the offseason at a to ZSportsNashville.com. Here on Primetime, we'll still talk Titans occasionally, obviously, and on the 615 sessions, because we'll have all your draft guests that you want to hear from there on the show. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to watch some college basketball and enjoy my evening. I'm going to take. I'm going to go right to bed, in all honesty, uh, but I will see you guys back here tomorrow night 
8 p.m. Central Time, 615 Sessions Podcast tomorrow as well. Rate, review, and subscribe. I will see you guys tomorrow at some point, one way or another, through one medium or another. Until then, peace and love.